Welcome to New Path, New You podcast. My name is Ron Cool. We're currently in a three-month series of transformation. Month one, if you missed any of it, it's okay. Just go back. Go back and start it. It's about shaping your thoughts for God's purpose. Month two, what we're currently in right now is embracing life's challenges with faith. If you missed KB's episode, which is the very last episode, it was it was fire. So check it out. Uh, it brings a lot of great perspective to just who we think Jesus is and how living in faith changed him and to inspire all of us to live in faith. And then month three, we're putting it all together. We're evolving into God's intended man, who he created us to be. And today we're going to be talking about something that I know resonates with every one of us. It's funny how God works. Funny how God works. I mapped out this three-month series a while ago. You can go back and you can see this episode is around overcoming adversity through faith. And I'm going to share a little bit about it, but we're going to we're going to first we're going to draw some inspiration from Hebrews 12, 1 through 3, and really see how that scripture has the power to guide us through the toughest times, teaching us how to face challenges while staying steadfast in our faith in Christ. But before we get into the words of Hebrews, I wanted to share a personal story on my own journey and the, just kind of talk about what's been happening over the last couple weeks and it's very interesting how obstacles get put into your your path or um, how you can find yourself looking at these and go, there's no way I'm going to get through this. There's no way X, Y, and Z is going to happen. You know, I know I find myself in, in a couple different places and, and a couple of my friends it seems like a lot of different people have a lot of different things going on. And there, as a guy, we all say we can handle this. We can shoulder this burden. We can handle this obstacle. I don't need help. I don't need to talk to anybody. But that's what the enemy wants you to do. The enemy wants you to hide. The enemy wants to separate you. The enemy wants to pull you aside and pull you away from people that are trying to help. You know, if you guys followed the show for any lengthy period of time, um, you know how the enemy tried to divide my marriage. And, and it's funny. I have a podcast studio and an office in my house. And while we were going through this situation, the only thing I, I had this huge desire that I needed this office and this podcast room to do what I was called to do, which was hilarious because I was already doing podcasts, uh, was very successful at it. And yet I needed this office and this space. And this space was isolated. It was in the basement. We actually destroyed our whole basement, redid the whole thing to create this office space. Office space doesn't have any windows. I wanted it very secluded, quiet. Obviously, it's a podcast studio, so it makes sense. 
But that was the only thing I was focused on. Seclusion, isolation. Seclusion, isolation. And it's funny because I barely use that space for anything. I don't want to be isolated from my family. I don't want to be isolated from from my from my wife. And it's it's crazy how the enemy loves to show you what you lack in your life and then helps us focus on that. I have a couple of friends who, you know, as we're as we're talking and helping each other, we look at situations and it's like, hey, maybe we're just looking at the wrong pieces. Maybe we're looking at the negatives and focusing on the negatives because that's what the enemy wants us to do. When you're looking at your life and you're hitting those impossible moments when you're like, I've just encountered some crazy stuff. And look, we can talk about divorce. We could talk about uh, fights with your spouse. We could talk about getting fired. We could talk about alcoholism. We could talk about whatever you want. It's something in your life that you've hit that's holding you back. And you're going to be looking at it and you're going to be at the crossroads. A crossroads of despair and I don't have a path. I don't know where I'm going. Yet, yet, in this challenging period, I discovered the profound and transformational power of Hebrews 12, 1 through 3. This passage became my anchor, my source of strength, my guiding light. So I'm just going to read it to you, and then we can kind of talk about it. So this is Hebrews 12, 1 through 3. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance or endurance, the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer, the perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, considered him, consider him, who endured such oppression from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Now, it's funny how we can elevate our problems and elevate what we're going through. He went through it all. He gave everything for us so that we will not grow weary and lose heart. So we owe it to him to not grow weary and lose heart. And this offers us a blueprint for navigating life's trials and tribulations, reminding us that we are not alone in struggles. God is there. He separates our sin from, you know, as far as, the east from the west. So in the midst of adversity, we are called to lay aside every weight that hinders us, to strip away 
the distractions and burdens that weigh us down. These weights can take many forms. Fear, doubt, resentment. I can keep going. You know, I, <laughs> fear, fear is crazy. Fear is crippling. But it's in the shedding of them that we find the freedom to move forward. I'm not sure if I shared this story or not about fear. I am deathly afraid of heights, mostly because you could fall down and die. So it's <laughs> probably why the deathly afraid of peace comes in. However, I, it's a crippling fear for me. And I remember we were going, uh, we were on a hike up in Colorado called Hanging Lake. We were climbing up there and there was this section that would turn and there was no guardrails and you can, there was like just a little path and then a cliff that makes you fall to your death. And I was like, well, there should be a guardrail. That makes sense to me because I can fall and die. So why is there no guardrail? And there's people coming up and down, up and down. And, you know, my wife and my family were like, oh, let's go up there. We're almost there. And I'm like, there's no way I can do this. I go, you go by yourself. And, and I could see the disappointment in my wife's face. You know, Rachel was like, come on, you can do it. And she was cheering me on. And I was like, honey, I, I can't do it. I go, just go. Just go up there. I don't want you to miss this. So my whole family went up there and there's all these people trying to help me up. And I was like, just, just don't touch me. Don't, don't, don't try to help me because I, I I just want to stand here. And I'm literally standing against this rock petrified in fear. And then I just, I closed my eyes and I remember talking to God and I go, God, I, I don't want to miss this with my family. If I'm supposed to go, what I would love to have happen. Just show me this. If, if nobody comes for five minutes, and there's lines of people going up and down this hill. If nobody comes for five minutes straight, I'll go. That means you got me. I'm safe. I'll make it. So I'm sitting there. And then I realized after a couple minutes that no one was coming and going. And then I was like, there's no way nobody's coming and going. And so then I looked at my watch and I'm like, okay, I'm going to time you. I'm going to time you. So I said five minutes, I said five minutes, because I was trying to talk myself out of going. Five minutes came and went. Nobody passed me. Nobody went up. Nobody went down. I was like, okay, God, that means I have to go. I have to hold up my end of the bargain. And it seems very, you know, minimal, but... He did that. And guess what? I went through there and I, I walked through and all these people were cheering and, you know, all the people that passed me by saw me finally come up. I was getting high fives. It reminded me of, you know, going through the football tunnel and everybody high fiving you. And then I saw my wife and Rachel, she was so excited that I was up there and we can experience it together. She thought somebody helped me up there. And I said, yeah, somebody did. God did. And I told her the story and it was just, it was crazy. But the freedom is when I shedded the fear and moved forward. So that scripture encourages us to run with endurance, the race marked out for us. Life is indeed a marathon, not a sprint. 
and I know I'm not alone when I'm like, gosh, if, if I could just get through this piece, I'll, I'll be okay. Or if I can get through this phase, I'll be okay. And then you look back and you're like, A, that probably wasn't that bad. And B, I missed some learnings. And then I missed life because I was wishing my life away to try to get to that other place. And during the long stretches, it's our faith in Christ that will sustain us, propelling us forward, even when we're tempted to give up. Like I just shared, I wasn't going up there. I gave up. And I would have missed the time with my wife up there and my family. I would have missed this beautiful scenery. I would have missed everybody cheering. But I wouldn't have known any of that. And frankly, my wife would have went home disappointed that we didn't experience that. So that was the consequence of that fear. But what does it mean to fix our eyes on Jesus? It's a powerful metaphor that reminds us to keep focused on the ultimate source of strength and hope when the storms of adversity rages around us. It's easy to lose sight of the path ahead. Yet, if we keep our gaze steady on Christ, we'll find the courage to persevere. We'll find that courage to take that step. And without that first step, it's not a blessing. You must take the step of faith. That's what he wants from you. Now, let's... Let's break down Hebrews 12, 1 through 3 in our own lives and let's put some practical tips around this. So first one, we have to identify our weights. So take a moment, reflect on the weights in your life. What are the things holding you back, causing you unnecessary stress? Identify these weights Identifying these weights is the first step in letting them go. It's not easy, but identify them so that you can let them go. Now, perseverance in the face of adversity. Remember, that's life's journey. Remember that life's journey is filled with ups and downs. When adversity strikes, don't be discouraged. Instead, views it instead. <laughs> don't be discouraged. That's so funny. I need to listen to my I need to listen to this podcast for my own self right now. But I'm preaching to me. Instead, view it as the opportunity to grow stronger and more resilient. Don't speak negative things over you. Like I love to say I'm a bad learner or I'm a bad X, Y, and Z. I got to stop that. It's holding me back. Number three, keep your eyes on Jesus. In the midst of the storm, it's easy to become fixated on the problem itself. However, this scripture reminds us to focus on Christ. Spending time in prayer, meditation, and scripture to maintain spiritual perspective. And then the most important thing, seek support. Don't face adversity alone. 
That's what the enemy wants you to do. Separate. You're not good enough. You, you should be embarrassed. You shouldn't tell your friends. You shouldn't reach out to that guy that is there to help you. Reach out to your faith community, your friends, your family members who can offer you support and encouragement during difficult times. And if they are toxic or they bring you down, those are not the people to reach out to. Surround yourself with the people that care for you, that are lifting you up, helping you on this journey. So as we wrap up today's episode, I encourage you to take the ins- these like little practical things to heart. Identify your weights. Persevere in the face of adversity. Keep your eyes on Christ and seek support. Adversity is part of life, but it doesn't have to define us. With faith as our anchor and Christ as our guide, we can overcome even the greatest of challenges. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of New Path, New You. Remember that a new path is always in reach with faith. There's always a chance for a new you. My name is Ron Cool. See you next week. Thank you for tuning in to the New Path, New You podcast, where we explore practical tools to help men become spiritual leaders in their marriage, work, and home. We hope that today's episode has inspired you and encouraged you to take the next step towards your God-given purpose. Remember, the journey towards spiritual growth and self-improvement is not always easy, but it is always worth it. Keep pursuing your passions, setting God-sized goals, and stepping out in faith. You have everything you need to succeed with the guidance of the Almighty. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with your friends and family. And don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps us improve and reach more people who need to hear this message. You can also connect with Ron Moore on Instagram. Until next time, keep dreaming big, take action, and let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think.